was the night before Christmas when all through the stewed, two female co-hosts were in a celebratory mood. <laughs> What's happening? The microphones were set up by Jared with care in hopes our Christmas correspondents what? would soon be there. Oh, okay. But we cannot do this whole episode in rhyme. We can't do it. I get it. <laughs> but we can't rhyme. Hey, everybody. That's Danny. Okay. <laughs> I'm Drea. This is Spin the Bottle. Jingle bells. Welcome to our holiday episode, everyone. Jingle bells. <laughs> Tis the season. Presents and cards are here. My world is filled with cheer. Today's word of the day is Yuletide. It's Fancy. a noun that has a few different meanings. I mean, I never really knew what Yuletide meant. I thought so it meant Christmas. I figured. I did too. You will find that you're correct, but there are other meetings. Okay, okay, great. Here we go. One, the period around Christmas. The Christmas season, Christmas time. Check. You were correct. Number two, the period of celebration of a pre-Christian festival associated with the northern winter solstice. Okay. Later absorbed into the festival of Christmas. Mm, the history. Okay. The history, great. because it matters. And yeah. three, the period of southern winter in the middle of the year, sometimes celebrated in the colder, snowy regions of Australia. So there you have it. Is that still a thing? Yuletide. Uh, uh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Yuletide. So in other words, come Yuletide, the fur is a prime choice for the role of Christmas tree. The balsam mm. fur, to be exact. They smell delicious. So fresh. So clean. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping. It's the most wonderful time of the year, Drea. I just love the holiday season. Doesn't it seem like the Yuletide season always brings a natural type of deceleration? Why did you sing Yuletide like that? Because that's our word of the day. Oh. And I want my shout out <laughs> right out the gates. I love it. I love it. Oh, hitting them with the word of the day, Danny. Okay. Boom. So listen. For sure, there's definitely a focus on pausing and reflecting, mm -hmm. showing gratitude, love, and joy around this time of year. And I definitely feel those things. I don't think it's just like a theme. It's an a, like, actual feeling. Also, giving. Which is why we're delighted to make this episode one full of gifts for our listeners as we close out 2019. It's true. We're so grateful for each and every one of you. If you listen to our show, read our blogs, check us out on social media, this episode is for you. And, oh my God, it's full of our favorite people, favorite holiday people, <laughs> and things. Like raindrops on roses, or whispers on kittens, hmm. or bright copper kettles, <laughs> and warm woolen mittens. Oh, hello, guys. Oh, hey, the Christmas season hey. couldn't wait. Everybody, bells. welcome Jingle our bells. official Christmas correspondents. <laughs> Joy to Alex. the world, everyone. And Dennis. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, my God. <laughs> in order to do Christmas right, we had to bring in the heavy hitters. If you listen to any of our other holiday shows, you will be familiar with one Alex Queen. Hello. But she's not alone this year. This year, <laughs> we not. also are bringing Dennis to the show. Hi. They are resident Christmas experts. And let me warn you now, they are not new to this Christmas life. They are, they true, are to true, it. true to it. <laughs> okay. Tell the people who you are and what you love about Christmas. Hey, Dennis. Hey, <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Joy to the world, everybody. So, I'm... <laughs> I'm just so happy to be here during this season uh, because Christmas is just so full of joy and life and excitement and hope, and everybody just gets to be warm and fuzzy for no reason, but all the reasons. All. You know what I'm saying? I do. So, that's that's mm. me. Oh, well, that was very brief. I mean, I don't know. I have more, but <laughs> you're holding back. I'm I'm gonna, I don't want to. I don't want to like. We have a full. Oh, well, I don't want to overwhelm the people. <laughs> sure. You know what I'm saying? I want to spread this cheer out. But, but <laughs> I mean, the thing is, you should overwhelm them with the joy. There are no silent nights here. See what I did? <laughs> oh, See what I did? Oh, you're right. Look at you. So, <laughs> like, I feel like you should give them everything. All right. So, I'll, if you want to jump in to mine, you can. So, not to get a little deep on you guys or whatever. <laughs> but you will. A little bit. So, <laughs> Christmas is very therapeutic for me. 
because of the humane nature of the season. Now, I know it didn't start out that way. I know mm-hmm, how Christmas started mm-hmm. out. I'm yes. very much aware. We're um, aware of the pagan roots. All of that. Okay, the great. winter solstice, yeah. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> Yuletide. Oh. Yuletide. Yuletide. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Wait. Jingle bells. Jingle bells, everyone. Okay. So, um, you know, I I tend to have a very cynical view sometimes of people during the rest of the year. Hmm. But most of the time when the Christmas season is upon us, people like to be nice to each other, which I think should happen all year round. And also, I'm I'm kind of a um, gift whore if you will. Hmm. Yeah, so I'm a holiday whore. I'm also a gift whore, so they sort of, yeah, you know what I mean? They, they, they're they a marriage made in heaven. And so I also love beauty. I love the aesthetics of Christmas, all of the lights, all of the color. And it's a bit decadent mm. as a holiday, and that's just sort of natural in my personality to be decadent. I am a uh, Taurus, you know what I mean? Mm. So all of those things appeal to me for Obvious. the holiday. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Christmas yeah. opulence. There you go. All right, guys, it's time to spin the bottle. Here are the spins for our special holiday show. Yay. Jingle Bell Rock, the songs that get us in our holiday feels, whatever that may be. Hypothetically for the holiday, the real world advice we'd give to our favorite fictional holiday characters. Christmas time is here. Ooh. <laughs> How do you do the holidays? <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Home for the holidays, a moment to reminisce on holiday traditions and memories from days of old. It's different when you're a kid. <laughs> for sure. Very. Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> or nah. Because Christmas, your Christmas list changes when you become an adult. You know, what's on yours? Christmas uh, bills. Sally Mae. Sally Mae. Christmas May. bills. <laughs> for sure. Holiday cinema, the movies that give us all the Yuletide feels. I love how you say it. Yuletide feels. Tried. I am on a roll. This is my second reference to the word of the day in one episode. Okay. Who's keeping notes? Okay. Let's spin that bottle, everybody. Jingle Jingle Bell bell Rock. Okay, guys, let's talk about the songs that bring us the Christmas joy or not. I'll go first. Yeah. I have a confession to make because nobody ever agrees with me on this, but there is one Christmas standard that everybody loves, and I hate it. I have hated it since I was in preschool, mm-hmm. and it is Little Drummer Boy. <laughs> I she maintains this. Harumpa Pum. Was it in our last? Movie? I say it every year. The little drummer boy. I loathe. Yeah, yeah no, she hates that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of I can think of nothing worse than. Of course. I. Of course. <laughs> No. Of course, it's a jazzy prompa pump. No, no. Every Mandy. version, I'm every way. <laughs> I don't like that song either. Dennis, you're. It's my mom's favorite. My mom's a drummer, and she just ever Your since she was a, a kid. Drummer. My mom's a drummer, and oh, she mama. was the drummer in my family band. And I remember people asking. You got a family band? I feel like I learn something new about this every, <laughs> every time. Every time comes <laughs> over. Do yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, keep going, family right. band. So. I remember they would be asked, what is their favorite Christmas song? And she would always say the little drummer boy and I would hide. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> every time. And I won't say the name, but there's an artist who did a version and it made me, like, I can't even listen to the song anymore. So I'm with Damien. He destroyed it. She. She destroyed it. Damn it. Oh. Damn it. Let's talk offline. Okay. <laughs> we'll compare funny. notes. Anybody um, else? Okay. What song do I really love? I like the Christmas song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's classic. Like a classic song that really almost anybody almost anybody can do. Yeah. But it still sounds good. How's it go, Dennis? Chestnuts. Chestnuts. And listen, I'll probably get entire I'll probably get in trouble yes. for saying this, but my Christmas the way I open up my Christmas holiday is always with the standards and that's like Nat King Cole. Yes. Absolutely. That's Nat King Cole. I love a classic Christmas. Christmas. Love a good classic, like it's there have been lots of jazzy renditions, but there has. 
There is only one by Nat King Cole, <laughs> oh. in my opinion. That is the one. The one with him and his daughter, Natalie, is oh. a beautiful remake of. She did the Christmas song with him, too? Yes. She did Unforgettable, too. Do you she remember did. when they did? Okay. We're <laughs> segueing, but do you remember she got yeah. a Grammy for that? Yeah. <sighs> I have to say... <clears throat> This Christmas is still one of Classic. my favorites. And, and and for the most part, I like a lot of the remakes of it. And Chris Brown's is one of my favorites. That's my young boo. You know that. Yeah. It's something about... That just ushers me right on into the season. It's just that little... That little you know, little yeah, intro. that little intro, intro that I just needed, and then yeah, and then you know, yeah, just sit you right there, like there you go. I'm right in it. I'm hanging on a mistletoe. This Christmas, that's the way. That's good. Yeah, good. I just think it transports me into the season, so I really, I enjoy that one. But I have a lot of new new songs that I like, like Indie Re, her Christmas oh, album. So she good. has a song with Tori Kelly called. Mm. Uh, Favorite time of the year. Yeah. I oh, love I love that song. I think you love that song. To that song, was it two years ago or this or last year? Two years ago. Such a good. That is a Christmas good. classic. That's yeah. good. It's I haven't good. heard that one. It's good. It's really good. Gotta hear it. I do also want to give Boys to Minute <laughs> "Let It Snow" a shout out. I Absolutely. know it's cliche, always. but that is Christmas. It's, they always go on the playlist. That's a year round. I'll play Let, let It Snow, it snow in, in July <laughs> for sure. Absolutely. In, a, sure. in the evening yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like it works. Just the outside is cold. Yeah. Listen. Baby, let it snow. Yes. Yeah. You got to get your nehus. Boys to men will go for the On a perfect day. All right. That back to totally Christmas. Did we always right. take this back to the 90s? Okay. Listen, it, it always so comes back. I have a whole bunch of them, but I'll try to narrow it down. Sure. <laughs> so I'm a George Michael fan. Oh, last um, Christmas yeah. was everything. Now he was still with Wham, but last Christmas I gave you my heart, but the very next day you gave it away. That is a yes. good song. I like it. that song. But is it Wait, smooth? Is it day? slow like that? It is. So it's not the... There's I one mean, that I'm thinking of that's like faster. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. But it still has that very yeah. Yeah, yeah, 80s yeah. swing. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I'm obsessed with the 80s. Of course. Same. <laughs> I love things that are moody. So Christmas time is here is super moody. Christmas time is and here. Kind of dark, even though they're talking about that's beautiful correct. things. I, I was telling somebody that Christmas music is kind of melancholy. It absolutely and she was is. like, so I was like, it's totally okay. Depending on the song. Depending she on got the a song. Song. And, and another one piggybacking on that is Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. That one is melancholy oh, every time i hear that song i cry it's i know it's beautiful. sweet yeah. it's a sweet song but it's also like i don't know and it's well, also it's the, the song. melody it's well song even that makes to, everybody feel like they can sing too it, <laughs> yes and in the second um in the second verse i don't know why it is but at the end when she says or whoever's singing it says have yourself a merry little christmas if the fates allow and i don't know why it always just makes me think of the passage of time and then it's like there are people here and then sometimes it's, it's yeah. like the following Christmas those people aren't here it's you know what I mean funny. it's like I don't know mm. anyways I know that's a darker turn but I always think about that but just with family and it's, and, nice. Mm-hmm. it's nice no, to acknowledge that some people don't always have the best Christmas it right. is, that is true. It, I think you have to acknowledge both I think that's the other thing I appreciate about Christmas though is that in the spirit of it, in the Yuletide. Woo! Yes! You're so good at in this. In the <laughs> So, in the Yuletide <laughs> spirit of it, you know, people pay more attention to those who are less fortunate. Yeah. And I think that that is a positive, even yeah. though there are people in the world who don't have family. Right. And food and, you know, the things that we're so lucky to have. Yeah. At least they have some more attention. They get spotlighted. A little more, so I appreciate that. That's such a sweet perspective. Yeah. Too. Oh, thanks. You're wonderful. I love it. I do what I can. Okay, now that we've got our holiday soundtrack established, let's get into the show. If you've been tracking with us this year, you know that we introduced our dream team correspondents in the summer series: Aaron, Brandy, Soko, Ryan, and Jody, and they helped us get our lives together. And it's only the beginning. 
That's right. We brought in reinforcements to help us navigate this thing they call adulting. And boy, did they ever this year. You'll be hearing more from them in 2020. But suffice to say, it takes a village. We asked each of them if you had one gift or jewel, as we like to say, to give this year, what would it be? So you'll be hearing their responses throughout the show, which brings us to our first two gifts. Hey, Spin the Bottle fam, it's your fave, Brandy Harris, your mother. Um, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, you know, whatever it is that you celebrate. And this year, if I could give my friends the gift of anything, it would be money. I would straight up give my friends a couple million dollars to pay off their debt because, girl, ain't no gift better than the gift of not owing a month or something. You feel me? And um, other than that, I'd say like the uh, great Kanye West pre-Kim Kardashian, so let's refer to him as the late great Kanye West said, um... My presence is your present. If I had one gift to give, what would that be? The gift that I would give would be permission. Um, let Let me explain what I mean by that. Oftentimes, in my experience, when people want to see or experience change in their lives, whether big or small, they're looking for some sort of validation in order to take even the first step. Um, so that's permission from a friend or permission from an authority in that space. So what I want to encourage people to do is to really look inside yourself and know that you already have the capabilities and the tools. You might need a little bit of polishing. You might need a little bit of information, a little bit of insight, mentorship, but ultimately everything that you want to do and who you want to be lives inside of you. So my gift would be permission permission to unlock who you really are permission to evolve into who you want to be permission to let go of the things and the people that no longer add value in your life and most importantly permission to love freely and unconditionally Okay, guys, we told you earlier that we have some bona fide Christmas experts in the house. You've already heard them talking about music. And so what we decided to do was play a little game. We named this segment The Great Christmas Debate. (laughs) Here we go. Yep. Because our correspondents are going head to head in one minute debates (laughs) on a selection of various holiday topics. competition let me just tell you we've had cookies we've had (laughs) hot toddies we've had hot toddies we had 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 alex has had almond milk we've had jack in the box i was thinking (laughs) we've had egg roll ready and we are ready okay so guys i'm gonna be paying attention to the timer you each have one minute to state your argument and we will decide who wins you guys are both singers and of choir so when i do this you'll know <laughs> okay and by this she means reach her hand in the air reach her hand in the air with a fist i'm told that means you know how to end the show i'm told that means wrap it up well, may your days be merry and bright <laughs> all right jingle all the way <laughs> homie <laughs> topic number one white santa versus black santa oh dennis i will yield to you first Black Santa all day. I feel representation matters. And so I'm very Afrocentric in thought, for sure. Yes. Like, for real, for real, I have a degree in Africana Studies, so I paid for that. Yeah, you So did. it's one of those things where I feel like in Christmas, during Christmas, it, it is such a major holiday, and we aren't represented in it to such the degree that it's noticeable that I can't, like, I'm not okay with that. So every every decoration in my home, if it is a face, it is a black face. So black, mm. black Santa all day. And he gets better gifts, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Alex. <clears throat> my position on the matter is white and black Santa. I mm. do not think that 
there should just be white Santa. I do not think that there should just be black Santa. I think that the idea of Santa as a whole is about joy and giving and a sense of wonder. And that I think that if you are black or white, you should be able to feel that connection. But I also want to say, like, there's a recent movie I'd like to reference. It's yes. called <laughs> Noel on Disney+. Plus. my jingle bells. And... <laughs> One thing in that movie that was so interesting is that it ended with a woman Santa. And we aren't even Mm. talking about that. So the reality is, and she actually went through some identity issues around this. This is a really good movie. Noel, Disney Plus. But the thing is, we need representation all the way around to let everybody know that no matter who you are, what you look like, what you decide you are on a spectrum, that there is joy and giving available to you. Mm. Can we meet their time? (laughs) Oh! We will oh. allow one rebut. Thirty seconds like on rebut. Yes. Debate. So I hear you. I love it, but I feel like we are the only people who are forced to be inclusive. So that is why I have to rebut because I feel like in your home, you should represent you. So okay, in a white home, sure they can have a white Santa. They already have that. I don't feel like like we have to be apologetic for the fact that there have always been white Santas and that we need to then see ourselves. So yeah, I'd be here for Michelle Obama Santa as well. Rebuttal done. Mm. <clears throat> Santa, you do I also get a rebuttal? One rebut, oh and we are guys, wrapping it up, guys. guys. We have three. Okay. Have a rebuttal. Yes. 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 You're absolutely right. I yes. apologize, Alex. Alex, okay. thank right. you. So. In your home, 100%, I think you should choose whatever makes you comfortable and whatever connects you to the season. I think across the board, though, there should be a there should be such a diverse representation of Santa's to the point where you know that you're included in the experience and you can start to cancel out what people look like. You just know what Santa represents versus the color or the gender or anything like that. So that's the point that I'm coming from. Not necessarily in your home, but across the board. I should go to one mall and see a white Santa and go to another mall and see a woman Santa and go to another mall and see a black Santa. And if I start to see a diverse representation in that way, I just start to see humans and I just start to see the gift of Santa versus what Santa identifies as. I'm on board. Hmm. I'm on board. I think because of the fact that you guys came to a conclusion together, I, we don't need to. That was part of the game. Yep, that was fine. <laughs> That's so. fine. I like it. I like. I say Santa for everybody gets a Santa. Everyone. Gets LGBTQ. A Santa. It's fu- well, personally, what? that was Wait, my Santa? position. Yes. I that still Santa. It was my Asian position. Santa. Like, women Alex, Santa. Alex, her her jingle bells. All of the all of the Santas. All of the Santas. All the Santas. Okay. I respect yes. it. Black Hashtag Santa in my house Santa's for matter. sure. Okay. Okay. Topic number two. <laughs> number two. He's sitting on the white side of his lap. Christmas <laughs> versus Kwanzaa. No Matt Lauer Santa. Alex. <laughs> oh no. Oh my God. Poor so Matt. scary. Sorry. That's scary. Poor Matt. Christmas versus sad Kwanzaa. What happened? It's sad. Alex, you get to first. Christmas versus Kwanzaa. I gotta choose Christmas. Okay. Uh I just, I know, maybe it's bad, but I just don't, I think Kwanzaa sounds great. I just don't feel a personal connection to Kwanzaa. Uh, It it doesn't feel like something authentic to me, personally. I get the ideals of it, Mm -hmm. and I strive to maintain some of those ideals in my everyday life throughout the year. But Christmas is its own particular season that pulls out the character that we should have as a as a people like our humanity the hope the joy like all those things that I think Kwanzaa sometimes can be a little bit like combating where it's like anti-Christmas Kwanzaa and I'm like whoa now pause because what did Christmas ever do to you right you know what I'm saying like we can have a little Kwanzaa and you know I don't know I just think it's a little bit much so I choose Christmas okay I agree. Uh-huh. There is no debate here because <laughs> so once again, being Afrocentric in thought doesn't mean that everything around you just has to be super like debated, right? But in my head, Kwanzaa just feels a bit contrived. And I know there are because a lot of people who wouldn't okay, sorry, I'm not <laughs> who wouldn't agree with that. 
But even in my studies, I was never the guy who wanted to change my name to something African mm. and wore dashikis to class every day Hotel. because that wasn't the thing that culturally was significant to me as an African American. Can I appreciate the African diaspora? Absolutely. Am I learning the, the history and, and its significance on like who we are currently? For sure. But that doesn't mean I then have to negate who I am right now. So I feel like that is the same thing with Kwanzaa. Like, today we're celebrating Kuji Chagalia. What? <laughs> Sorry. Huh? I, yeah, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not familiar. Right. So, and so that's my point. It's like, well, um, I don't think I want to celebrate that. Like, I grew I just, up I don't celebrating know. Christmas. And I may not agree with a white Santa, but I can change that in my home. I can change that with my family, my extended family and my friends. You know what I mean? Where we're represented. So I'm completely on board with Christmas. So there is no okay, debate. Okay, so no debate. debate. There's no debate. Okay, okay. fantastic. Christmas and Kwanzaa. Anybody? So I used to do that. Uh-huh. But that's what I mean. It felt, it didn't feel authentic to me. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? So I was just like, oh, so today we're celebrating Ujima. <laughs> And you know I would read it, and I would be like, "Well, if you say it like that, you're gonna have an issue. <laughs> it's not gonna be exciting." Okay, one of the ancestors, right? I don't know how you say it. All right. So. For those of you who may be uh, wondering all about Christmas versus Kwanzaa, we did a lovely uh, show about it a couple years back. If you check out our Christmas episode, we really unpacked all the steps of Kwanzaa. Not steps. It's not steps. What is it? The Seasons you see? of Kwanzaa. See how you don't understand Kwanzaa? <laughs> I do, but what's the word, man? The, uh, the days. Tenets. The days of Kwanzaa. The, the, <laughs> <laughs> the days of Kwanzaa. Please take a it's listen, a guys. It's a week-long celebration. If you'd like <laughs> oh, to. It's really like a, oh, a seven-day meditation, a seven-day challenge. People, love people around you. <laughs> the seven core principles is what it Thank celebrates. You. And we and we don't make light, okay? So if you'd like no, to no, learn no. about Con- Kwanzaa, we did a very serious show. Funny. Well, it wasn't serious, but we did a serious segment, okay? And you guys can learn all about the seven days of Kwanzaa. Love if Dr. Like Milana Karanga. Yes. Yes, for sure. Respect me. Last topic, anyway. Last topic. Christmas music. This is when it gets heated. Mm. <laughs> Temptations are being crossed. Do you want a soulful Christmas or are we going with the standards, guys? Dennis, you have the floor first. We'll yield to Alex afterwards. It temptations all day and all night. Now, I love, I'm obsessed with the 40s and 50s. Love that era. I am a baritone, if you can't tell. And I love the era of the baritone. Mm. Bing Crosby, for sure. Incredible. Dean Martin. Old Blue Eyes Frank. Ugh. Etc. But once again, we weren't really represented except for Nat King Cole. You know, Sammy Davis was there, but he nobody really deems him like a singer, singer, Mm-mm. right? So, More an entertainer. Yeah, exactly. So for me, music period, I need a pulse. I need a groove. So I'm here for a soulful, funky R&B Christmas all day, every day. Okay. I... I do defer on you. I defer on you. Defer. That sounds fun. You're so aggressive. I'm so sorry. You can defer. Whatever I just said. Like a a ball. Whoa. Wow. Just brought it out of me. Um, I'm going to jingle for that. (laughs) No, you know what? I have to say, I can. I love the temptations, and, but I can't listen to that all day. I'm actually more of a, I won't, I don't know that I'm a Bing Crosby necessarily. Like that's a very specific. specific. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. But I will say that some of the, uh, I don't know, some of the Standard. versions. Yeah. Some of the versions that are more um, done by our, uh, other brothers and sisters. <laughs> oh my god! Okay. Uh, some of those, some of those, uh, you know, I, and I see. I hesitate to say classics, right? Because then that's like, oh, so the white people make classics, and we don't make classics. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, Hathaway. that's challenging. Yeah, but I will say that some of the more traditional, some of the traditional songs are the things that make me feel like 
it's officially Christmas time. But I will have to say, because, for example, I listen to Coast 103.5, which is a radio station here that plays 24-7 Christmas music. They stick to the traditional all the time. And at a certain point, I'm like, no, that all right. is enough. Now, all right. I need a nice little balance, you know. So I'm looking for a bit of both. I can't necessarily do the soulful Christmas all day long. So that's where, that's kind of where I come from. Andrea, we actually have a way in here. I cannot do soulful Christmas all day long, but I cannot do traditional Christmas all day long either. I need a mix. And then I think there's so many beautiful Christmas songs that you can listen to. Though I will say I rarely love a Christmas album. I know these stars like to put them out. But I, I don't know. Like, Alex is the person who will, he she has to cipher me, like, send me stuff that says, listen to this one, listen to this one. Because I'm not going to listen to, you know. And you know, I just don't you know, do back it. in but the I, 90s. I, but, I do, but I do love both. When everybody was doing Christmas albums, like, everybody was doing Christmas albums mm-hmm. in the 90s. And then you had, like, a hip-hop Christmas. And it was like. Oh, recently, let me tell you. I discovered the It was Lecrae. a silent night. It was a holy night. And Little then it was just like, Christmas. no. And it was not bad. Little Christian rap. They actually did a good that? job. Christian I'm rap. I'm sure that's one out of Christian rap holiday. <laughs> Wait, did you tell me this is a Christian rap holiday album? It's a Christian rap now holiday that album. Is it's a compilation. Oh, that's different. Special. The gift is 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 so it's and Lecrae it's is so he different. just sort of stands it's out. Alone? It's not just Lecrae. It's like yeah. a bunch of people to Dashi, like a bunch of people from his label that did this whole album. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. And it's a nice little twist on all of your traditional standards. It's not I'm Christmas be, Day. I'm the birth be, of Christ, no doubt. That's no. what it's all about. <laughs> oh, that. That part. That's what I can't do. I can't see? do that Christmas either. I can't do that Christmas. That's not my Christmas. That's not my Christmas. That's not my Christmas. Hashtag uh-uh. No. Drea, it looks like we have a delivery from the North Pole, care of Gloria's Basement. Who could it be? Oh, it looks like a gift. Let's open it. Shall we? And you said you weren't doing holiday rhymes. I did it because you made me. Hi guys, this is Soko Reynoso, LCSW founder of Soko Ray Therapy in Inglewood. And Danny Andrea requested that I offer a gift. And I'm so glad that they asked. Um, The gift that I would like to offer is I would like for people to embrace the idea and concept that pain is unavoidable, okay? You're going to do really good things and think that you're really righteous and that you're following the right path and you're going to hurt. And sometimes you might make dumb decisions. I don't know. And then you will hurt. And I think what is important is that we allow our inner knowing self to be our guide. Okay. So like trust that thing that tells you, okay, this might be good. This might be bad and listen to it. So try the thing that it said would be good. See if it ends up good. Try the thing that it said would be bad. See if it ends up bad. And then get really sharpened into your understanding of that. And then allow for any pain you experience to at least be your choice, okay? It's because you went out on a limb. It's because you were courageous. It's because you believed in yourself and you did it. We'll take that pain, but I'm like not here for any of the pain that is bound up in us seeking acceptance or approval from others. None of that pain is acceptable, okay? No more. 2020, no, it's out. Okay, that's all I have to say. Love you guys. Let's get out there. Let's live bravely, courageously. Let's heal. Let's be our best selves. Let's evolve. (sighs) That's it. Okay, guys, it's time for another spin. The remaining topics on the wheel are hypothetically for the holiday, (laughs) the real world device we give to our favorite fictional holiday characters. Again, Christmas time is here. (laughs) Why that (laughs) note? How did you get there? It's not even how intuitive. Do you, <laughs> how do you do all the, the places holiday. you can go? <laughs> all the notes on the keyboard. Really. Um, home for the holidays. A moment to reminisce on holiday traditions and memories shared from days of old. Because it's different when you're a kid. Mm. Santa Claus is coming to town or not? Because Christmas has changed and you become an adult. Holiday cinema, the movies that give us all the Yuletide feels, or at least tried. Let's spin the bottle. Hypothetically for the holidays. It's my favorite place to Advice be. to our fictional, our favorite fictional holiday characters. Ah, oh, so Anyone. let's think about our favorite 
movies and what would we tell those crazy Christmas characters? There's Rudolph, there's Frosty. Mm. <laughs> Rudolph and Frosty. Rudolph. That kid from Don't the Christmas story. Don't you worry about that kid from the Christmas story. <laughs> Stay Don't away from those poles. <laughs> Don't you worry about the other reindeer, Rudolph. <laughs> you do. You gonna be all right. You be yourself. Be authentic to you. <laughs> <laughs> one very short piece of advice for one for one character, and then uh, more extended. First for Frosty the Snowman, <laughs> if you are familiar with the story, he smoked a pipe. <laughs> so you are made of snow. <laughs> Bad idea. That is not wise. <laughs> no, no one like, you, at a certain point when you melt. You're already you on borrowed time. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? And this is not, don't, don't get me wrong, this is not a PSA for anti-tobacco. If you smoke or anything like that, I'm not judging you. But what I am saying is if you are made of snow. <laughs> Maybe not. Perhaps. <laughs> You should not be depositing ashes into yourself mm. because surely you will burn. Mm. Surely. Why, why are is Frosty of- not the PSA for not smoking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, really, look it up, y'all. It's a pipe in the in the promo. It's, it's like, definitely a pipe. It's definitely a pipe. And he was just like around these kids. Also, parents watch your kids. And it's just a lot of problematic things. But I would just specifically speak to Frosty. And just yeah. Like, you... <laughs> <laughs> Sir, if you are made of snow, and I don't know who his friends were and where they were, but obviously he was uh, surrounded by the right people, and I just think that you, sir, he needed a new tribe. You, he needed a new tribe for, for sure. sure. Yeah, and you, nobody sir, told him are made of snow, and somebody needed to make that clear to him. So that's one thing. And then I also want to just speak to Scrooge. Mm. Um, you know, Scrooge is someone who he had to go through a lot to really get it. But I just would say to him from the beginning, I really think he went downhill with his girl. Like when he messed it up, mm-hmm. when he started, when he chose money over the woman in his life, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Cause sometimes we get too into the finances and all of that stuff. And it's just like, you know what? But do you got love though? Mm-hmm. Do you, you know got what I'm love saying? though? That's really where I think things kind of fell apart for Scrooge. And yeah. then he just, yeah. he had nothing to pour himself into. So I would say Scrooge, you know, stick with the love thing. I'm not saying don't pursue your career. You know what I mean? Like, we can have dreams and love, too. But, yep. like, keep your, you know, keep your your day one. You know what mm. I'm saying? Because when the times are hard, then you want the one the person that's with you when the times are hard, that's who you want with you when the times are up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You don't want to have a stack of money and then you don't have nobody to share it, but then you mad. That's how you get get to be a Scrooge. So That's how, that's how you Scrooge. Those are my pieces of advice. That yeah. goes to Scrooge it's, McDuck, too. It's brilliant. <laughs> That's also for you. Okay, guys, we've reached our favorite part of the show. But with a twist. You ready for it? Let's do it, guys. <clears throat> Christmas revelations. Oh. So beautiful. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Hey, no. We <laughs> wish you a Merry Christmas. Hey, yeah, we, fe- they need another twist. That felt natural to me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No. Okay. I felt like that's where we were going. We thought we were going to do that. Because we got a baritone over here. That's fine. That's the same as the Happy Birthday remix. <laughs> exactly. That we all do after traditional. Yes, There's true. always yeah, a one. Yes, <laughs> okay. do, yeah. Oh, here we go. <laughs> but it starts with Here we go. You got to put your arm. <laughs> you gotta, it has to come from a place. You can't just be out here like can't lay down good. Uh, yeah, whoever it. starts it always starts it with that little <laughs> scoop. Yep. 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 Okay, here we go. Okay, here we go. Okay, here we go. Great. Oh, you're going to do the other You're going to do the whole. Okay. Nobody cares that Stevie didn't mean it this way. Oh, you're speaking Jerry's love language. Oh, gosh. Guys, I want to be the first to share my Christmas revelation. Tell us. Okay. So I happened to be doing a little a recon for our show. And a couple of, a couple Christmas episodes back, we did a wonderful variation of the 12 Days of Christmas. Okay, we did our own little remix. Part of that song, which we will reference for you, referenced me. And one of the gifts for Christmas was a tall chocolate boo for Danny. 
What? What? That's right. That's right. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a tall chocolate boo for Danny. It's important to note. I was. It's important to note that there was no chocolate blue in my sights, guys. I was very single. I had. Uh, I was very single, <laughs> and so I was taking some time. And it is just very interesting. Fast forward three years, I believe it is. Three it's either years. two or three. Yeah. I now have a child chocolate boo that I am engaged to, which means you guys brought the Christmas magic. For my tall chocolate boo, Christmas wishes come true. So if y'all. you're interested in getting your Christmas wish granted on Didi Spin the Bottle, email. <laughs> email Didi Spin the Bottle. Facts. I thought you was going to say I thought she was going to ask for some money. Clearly. I was like, yeah. The tall chocolate boo. Just wanted coming. to let you know that we my tall chocolate boo came round circle. Okay, so cool circle. Thank you for bringing this Christmas Christmas prophetic. So that's my Christmas revelation, guys. Gotta getting a husband for Christmas. You get a boo. You get a boo. Everybody gets a boo. For forty nine ninety nine, or three easy payments. Just four nine ninety nine. Plus, you can handle it. That's awesome. Okay, other Christmas revelations. This particular Christmas, it's 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 not. I generally feel just really grateful and excited, but this one feels just a little bit different. I think it's a little more somber, but very and very happy with where life is. And I think I'm excited about 2020. Have you guys ever reached the end of the year and just been like, Oof, "That was really rough." <laughs> and Absolutely. Yeah, I just can't wait for it to be over. This is, I do not feel like that this year. Yeah. And I'm so excited. And it makes the, the holiday season so much more enjoyable. So I just love being surrounded by people I love. Aww. I like that. That's very so sweet. Much. Alex. <sighs> My Christmas revelation is, and you guys kind of actually touched on it a little bit when we were talking about. Uh, have yourself a merry little Christmas if the fates allow and just how seasons change. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I love about Christmas is how, like, it always kind of delivers me the same joy, but, like, seasons, like, they they do change. But this season is always sort of, it's always consistent, even if it, even if, like, my life is not consistent, this is always a place where I can sort of withdraw hmm. joy from. Um and I know for like for this particular season, I am with child. Yes, you are. Which is exciting. Um, and it's funny because like literally like I think two Christmas seasons ago, I had lost a child. And, you know, but in that time, I was still I still remember like that there being something about the Christmas season that brought me joy and life that I didn't have during that time. You know what I mean? And this time I'm carrying child and I'm getting joy from this, but I don't know. I think my revelation is just that like this season does have a magic and wonder about it. If you lean into it, Mm -hmm. because I'm like, dang, that was like two different life seasons for me that were all very starkly different, but I felt in uplifting. And so I know this year I have been way more focused on how I can output that. Like less about, I think in some years it's been like, oh my gosh, what can I do? Can I eat cookies? Can I watch movies all day? I still do that. Um, Cause it's cookies important. are good, mm, but um, gotta stay, keep, keep cookies. But I think that I'm also like in a space where I'm like, how can I like put this out there? You know, like we volunteered as a family this past weekend to do something. And, you know, we've been, we gave gifts and to, you know, refugee families and did some different things this year and we just are like trying to output because I'm like everybody deserves to feel this feeling no matter what you believe or whatever so that's my little Christmas revelation is just that like there is a wonder about this time and it's not just like commercialism Mm. Mm. so wow well how do you follow that up (laughs) (laughs) that was beautiful and my my cousin, the one who can't hear the bell, bless her oh. heart, she has um, 
Love My Neighbor, which assists with the homeless downtown. So shameless plug if anybody wants to give during the season. Yeah, I just found out from my fiance that we are a um, volunteering family on Christmas. I didn't know. Ah. It's our first (laughs) time. So, Well, congratulations. Um, Yes, I'll be reaching out. I was like, where are we volunteering? What what are we doing? And he was like, we volunteer every Christmas. I was like, we do? Okay. I I was unaware. That's what happens when you get a tall chocolate booty. That was an add-on. Tall chocolate booty got you all the way together. Got me volunteering on Christmas, y'all. So I will be reaching out. Okay. That's apparently what we do. (laughs) Welcome to your new life, Danny. (laughs) I like your new life. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my <laughs> goodness, uh, this is too funny. All right. So my recent revelation, I, I'll be just as introspective, which I, is what the revelations are for. Yes. But I've always had a hard time my entire life saying that I'm a good guy. That mm. that just like, you know, my, my family tells me how incredible I am. My friends tell me how incredible I am. And there's just a certain part of me who's like, oh, I fooled them. You know what I mean? The imposter syndrome to a degree. And it's like, no, I have so much more work to do Mm. to actually be a great guy. This season, it literally happened within the last few days. I was like, you know what? I actually believe that I am. And that's a big, big deal. You know, it's it's a life altering because I think it was the thing that kept me from searching for a great love as well. But so going to our our uh, friend's wedding, Sharon Youngblood, and also finding out that you were engaged, like I, I feel like y'all are two of the most incredible people that I know, right? Because two of the other incredible people I know are already married, Jared and Drea. Mm. And so I was just Them like, Johnsons. oh, you know, I think that I've run away from that because I didn't feel like I was actually mature enough to handle somebody with that kind of care. So I I think that that realization is then going to lead me to finding a really great love that I'll be responsible with. Dennis! Yes. That's how you follow it up. That's how you close out Christmas revelations. Oh, people don't know. People don't understand. People think that the, the, you know, those of us who are, you know, Christmas horns, as we say. People think that it's all about just cheer. You just want to jingle bells, but we're actually very deep. And yes. Christmas is very deep. It very is very deep. joyful, yes. Yes, but yes, it is yes. a time where you get to be very vulnerable without restraint. And that is like, that's, that's what Christmas is all about. It's yeah, about experiencing the span of your humanity. That part. Exactly. Have yourself so <laughs> a very little Christmas. That's not the way to do it because I'm going to cry. That, that leaves us out sound. Oh, that's our favorite. <sighs> so we got to make her cry. Come it's on. Perfect. No, we're not going to do it. <laughs> it's just so sad. <laughs> well, oh my God. Remember, this is the song that makes everybody think they can sing. So it's all about the note you start on. <laughs> yeah, yeah you just got to start. Have yourself a very little Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, it, it's oh, true. Oh, and don't have yourself a merry little Christmas. No, but that's still because you can hear tone, honey. <laughs> you see, you're still <laughs> somewhere in the pocket. Merry little Christmas. I mean, just chop it up that melody. <laughs> you guys, this was so good. All right, that was our Christmas revelations, guys. Thanks for tuning in. It's not over. We aren't yet through. There's one last gift left right here in the stewed. Full circle moment. Hi, Spin the Bottle family. This is your girl, Erin. And as a career coach, I'm privileged to be one of the dream team correspondents for this amazing podcast. As we close out 2019, Drea and Danny asked me to impart a gift to their listeners. And after much thought, my gift will be twofold. First part will be two gems that 2019 gave to me that I hope will empower you to keep pushing forward towards your dreams. The first one is that you can't wait on others to elevate your career or life at that matter. Raise your hand if you've ever felt like you've been sowing seeds for the 2019 harvest, but your work environment doesn't seem to appreciate the sweat and tears you've poured into your job. Or the family members, friends, or associates that seem to be stuck back in high school wonder years and they keep asking you, why do you work so hard or quote unquote, do too much? Well, family, the lesson here is that you can't wait on others to put you on. 
So start the project, business, or ask for the promotion you feel like you deserve. And if doors close on you, just turn on around and find one that is open. The second gem is faith is a cornerstone to courage. If you don't believe you have wings, how do you expect to take a leap of faith? 2019 showed us that negative mindset, self-doubt, or imposter syndrome, which is the episode I was featured on, are blockades that keep us from our true purpose. We all experience those moments where we felt like we were not qualified enough for big changes. But the beautiful thing about faith is that when we believe hard enough and of course put the effort behind it, anything is possible. So dream big and know that you're built for it. Now for the second part of my gift, can I get a drum roll? I'm telling y'all, I should have been on drum line. Okay, um, let's get back to it. I'm going to offer all Spin the Bottle listeners a free 30-minute career session from now until January 10th. So all you have to do is email me at yoe.coaching at gmail.com or find me on Instagram at career on purpose. I really hope that all of you will take advantage of this. I want to help you elevate and kickstart 2020 right. And I'm sending you love from New York. Mwah. Here we are to close us out from us to you. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Do you say Hanukkah or Chanukah? <laughs> <laughs> Happy Kwanzaa. Happy December. However you do the holidays, we wish you love, peace, joy, and all things good. Alex and Dennis, any last holiday moxie love to spread? Yeah, I would just want people to be extra kind to each other, even after the holiday spirit fades. You know, once the end of January happens, we go into February with, you know, the lover's holiday like, don't just be kind to your lover on February 14th. Continue to be kind to everybody. Ooh. Alex. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I just think that it's Christmas. And my cheer for everyone is to send everyone in a lifetime because they're really diversifying their offering and music and uh, I mean Christmas movies. <laughs> Oh my God! Just, give this girl, give this girl a job. I just, just want to say, Kelly, listen, y'all. Kyla Pratt is back. Keisha Knight Pulliam is back. Tia Maori got a movie. Kelly Rowland got a movie. Kim Fields got a movie. Mm. I'm just I'm saying, it's a lot out there. Ashanti, y'all know she'd just be out here at Christmas and we're surprising all the time. But it's, I saw her on the Macy's. Oh yeah, and I was just like. For sure, for sure. Well, Ashanti is out here getting her coin. I was like, is that Ashanti? Be it the last quarter of the year or not. Nah, We're not get it, Ashanti. Blow by Tia like the mistletoes. Woo! Don't get an honorable mention. And a partridge in a pear tree. That's on free form. So. <laughs> I think honorable mention it has changed my life it's so good so I'm just saying there you know there are lots of there's a lot of cheer to be had you know of course we put a lot of it in this show but I'm just saying there's a lot of cheer to be had out there if you need more from us you can follow me at AV Queen you can follow Dennis at what 300 names one Kayla King <laughs> aka Urban Burst yes okay cool uh, <laughs> and spin the bottle we'll be spreading the cheer but I'm just letting you know where to go to find all the feel goods that's the last little cheer I want to leave and with that Johnson's Sneed Clark out Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. we wish you a Merry Christmas we wish you a Merry Christmas